G'day, Groovers. Welcome to another instalment of the U Project. Craig Anthony Harper is my name, reporting in for duty. So had a little thought this morning as I drank me coffee and then I wrote a few notes in me phone. And then I got home and I got the notes out of me phone, out of me head and out of me phone and onto me computer. And then I wrote a thing and I thought, wow, sometimes I just have an idea or a thought or, I don't know, just an avalanche of stuff goes off in my mind. And I feel like I've got to get it down on paper or on a screen in a document so that I don't lose it. So that's what I did this morning. And I was thinking about the fact that most of us feel like we have a void, like an emptiness, like something missing and what that's about. Anyway, so what I'm about to read, there's a bit of freestyling in it, but most of it is just verbatim what I've written. Um, and I didn't intend this to be a podcast. I just wrote it for something that I wanted to get out of my head and down so that I could then, and I'm probably going to rewrite this, to be honest. I'm probably going to pick it apart and add to it and detract from it. But this is where I'm at so far with this idea of filling the void. Anyway, enjoy. I think most humans have a void, an internal void, a sense that something's missing. Not everybody, but many of us. I'm not really sure if the void is spiritual or emotional and or psychological, or maybe it's all three or one or two, or maybe it's something else that I don't really understand. But for many, definitely for me, for much of my life, there is, was a deep sense of absence, of emptiness, of lacking, for me, a feeling that something was missing, that I, myself, I was not enough, that what I had was not enough, that who I was was not enough, that how I was also not enough, what I looked like, how I looked, not enough, what I had to offer the world, not enough. And for a really long time, I thought and felt, I guess, that the idea of me was better than the reality of me. I thought some people kind of like the Craig show, but if they got to know the day-to-day -day underwhelming, flawed, mediocre human person behind the persona, that I wouldn't be enough. Consequently, the insecure, self-doubting, self-loathing fat kid spent years trying to be what I thought the world wanted, all the while and unknowingly increasing the size of my void by operating out of fear insecurity, self-doubt, and ignorance in the unconscious belief that I could resolve my psychological, emotional, spiritual, social, and interpersonal issues with external validation, with approval, and with accumulation of stuff. Simply, I thought I could fill an internal chasm with external things. And there's a common inner story that many of us run and kind of goes, well, if I can be more of this and less of that, if I can achieve X and if I can change Y and own Z, if I can be more popular, if I could be more attractive, if I can be more successful in the eyes of others anyway, if I could be more, more. And if I can change that part of my external world, the part of my existence that people see, 
then my internal world, the place nobody sees and the place where my void resides, then this feeling, this feeling of lack, this feeling of incompletion, of not enoughness, then that will go and I'll be whole. I'll be fulfilled. I'll be lacking anxiety. I'll be the calm. I'll be happy and I'll be a man without a void. But it's a lie. That idea is a lie. I tried. In fact, I followed the prescription. I did it. I did the stuff. I built the brand. I made the money. I got the attention. I transformed my body. I bought the toys. I acquired the stuff. I employed hundreds of people, built a business. I wrote books. I built the external representation of success. I ticked the boxes. I got the validation. I got the approval. I worked on TV. I worked in radio. I got interviewed for magazines. But the void remained. In fact, it grew. And I think it grew because I became more and more disconnected from what I call my higher self, from my internal satnav, from the wisdom, from the insight and the knowing that for me anyway, that comes from somewhere that I can't really logically explain. But nonetheless, for me, I know it to be real. It's shown up in my life too many times and been right too many times. And I can't really explain that adequately because scientifically doesn't make a lot of sense. Nonetheless, it's been real for me. For a long time, my attention and energy was all directed to my external world. And in the meantime, my internal world, the place where living happens, was neglected. I bought into the groupthink, the success myth, and the lie that tells you and me that what you have is who you are, that what you earn is who you are, that what people think of you is who you are, that what you look like is who you are, and that all of these things add up to what you're worth. They add up to your worth. It's an exhausting, unfulfilling, and ultimately self-destructive path that we tread in a quest to meet society's expectations and rules and demands and to cure our internal malaise with an external panacea, our internal sickness with a pill. How many people get the money and get the body and get the house and get the brand or the profile? How many people actually achieve what they set out to, their version of success, their version of winning, and right there in the middle of all of their success and their achievement, there's a void. <laughs> there's a chasm. There's something missing. There's a hole. In the middle of all the awesomeness from the outside looking in, it's Hollywood. The inside-out experience is anything but that. They have little or no joy, satisfaction or enjoyment or contentment or calm. And no matter where they are, or what they have, it's never the right place, literally or metaphorically, and it's never enough stuff, or it's never the right stuff, just five more kilos, just 10,000 more followers, just a 1,000 more likes on this post, just if I could have the 2023 model, not the 2022 model. Get me the iPhone, the one that gives shoulder rubs and makes dinner and can land the space shuttle. Get me that one, then I'll be happy, then I'll be content then my inner void 
will disappear. No. Sadly, we often think our discontent, our internal void is about what's lacking in our external world, but you and I both know or know of people have got lots of money and lots of misery, lots of money and lots of sadness, anxiety, and discontent. Financially rich, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and socially bankrupt. Of course, there's nothing wrong with living in a mansion, of course, or being a billionaire or being gorgeous or walking around in an amazing body. And of course, external success is not bad. Of course, external success doesn't cause internal misery. But living in a mindset, a belief system and an operating system predicated on the idea that what's missing in your life is more stuff is, in my opinion, a path to misery, a path to dysfunction, a path to discontent and a path to a greater void. To fill the void, you first must understand it, what it is and what it isn't. Love harps. There you go, team. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. My thoughts on filling the void. Hope you found that maybe at the very least interesting, maybe um, mildly helpful. If you think somebody else might get some value um, from listening to that, if you could point them towards this or send them a link and say, hey, listen, geezer, have a, uh, have a peekaboo, have a squiz, have a listen to this. I'd appreciate it. 